Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Infuse Your Future podcast, where we bring together people and ideas who are making the world a better place. And today's guest is Erica Peplita, and she's going to tell us who she is, a little about herself, about her company, and how she infuses the world. Hi, Erica. Hi, Carla. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, a bit about myself. Um, I started my career in social media simply freelancing. I joined social media agency. And then I decided after the after some time there, when I learned everything I could, I decided to become a freelancer on my own and start working directly with clients. And uh, then after the huge success there, I decided to start company marketing where um, I developed my own unique to work with people focusing not only what is trending but also how the people want to be seen and heard uh, on social media ah okay so do you help people get more comfortable on social media what does your company do Yes, so I've started with content creation packages, moved to social media management packages, but now I'm slightly shifting. So now I'm teaching other business owners how to how to become their own social media managers. You mentioned at one point that one of your goals is to help people be more relaxed on social media. And I feel like social media gets a really bad rap, which, you know, partly I understand, but the the way I feel is it's just like a library. You go into the library, there's all kinds of books. There's fiction, nonfiction, magazines, videos, books on tape, every subject you can imagine. There's horror, there's fantasy, there's biography. To me, social media is just a giant library. And it has so much potential for good and I think the vast majority of people use it in a good way to educate themselves further and to expand their horizons and expand their life. I see it as a massive positive, but so many people see it as a negative. And maybe that's why there's so much anxiety around it. But I was wondering if you could speak to that. And uh, especially since one of your goals is to help people get more relaxed on social media, how do you use it? How, you know, what are the positives and how do you help them get relaxed? I think that's an amazing question. And I also like the way you compared it to a library. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful way to represent it. And uh, you also touched a very important point that, you know, as most things, there's the good side and there's the bad side. And when it comes to social media, often it's because of the comparison. The more time we spend online, then we start comparing ourselves. Uh, you know, I think the biggest mistake is to compare your beginning to someone else's journey of years. And then you're like, why I don't have this or why I'm not as successful as they are. But, you know, they have spent years and years building the page. But I think, as I said, the biggest one is comparison and people feeling conscious, self-conscious, you know, they don't want to share, they are afraid to share their own um, views, opinions, uh, even pictures, even videos. And I think it's, uh, especially for business owners, I think it's a huge opportunity missed because now people want to connect more with 
people rather than a like brand face business or, or like a corporate, the way you put it. And uh, I think that's, as I said, missed opportunity to connect with people. And I think the best tip to overcome this, this comparison, this lack of confidence is to simply start small. And, um, you know, uh, let's say most often what I've noticed from people when they have, let's say, a certain opinion about something so in my case it could be even an unpopular opinion about engagement strategies that let's say i don't want to pose but i think it you know it would be interesting for other people but i don't feel confident enough and i think it, the best tip is to start small so you can share a few sentences then you can next post can be a little longer and the next post can be even you know include your picture and then you can move slowly to video content as you feel more uh, comfortable. And what I've noticed as well from my own experience uh, with my clients as well, the more you practice, the easier it will become. I think the first step of the kind of unknown is the most difficult one because you don't know what, it'll, what will happen, how it will feel. But um, I came up with this very interesting and fun actually tip to try if you feel, if you want to share something, let's say a selfie and, you know, share what you're doing for today with your with your audience or your opinion, um, write it in the post or, you know, upload the picture and then simply write what you want to do, but, you know, you don't feel confident enough to press the button to actually post it. Close your eyes and then just click the button. So, you know, you don't see the thing that you're scared of and once it's done, it's done and then just, put it on the side then usually the lack of confidence the anxiety will ease down and i think the more you practice the easier it will become and you won't need to close your eyes that's a very simple funny tip but it works <laughs> and i would imagine i would imagine that for small business owners they don't even have to share personal things or personal pictures in order to get on on into the social media you know, they can just share things about their businesses or pictures that they like or something safer for themselves so that they don't feel so vulnerable. I guess that's the terminology I'm looking for. Something less vulnerable to help them just take those baby steps. Yeah, another great, especially for uh, business owners that have products, simple behind the scenes. If you're making something, just simply show a video of the thing, how it looks. Let's say you have a candle or you're making candles. Uh, show it how it looks like. Hold it even in your hand or, you know, show how you make it. Put the camera on the side and then simply put them in the box. Even these behind the scenes uh, videos, they also help you to see, even though you're not showing your face, you're showing that you're, how you care, how you work. Um, it helps to connect. It helps to, to build that trust and people see how, you know, a genuine brand and um, as you said baby steps and i think this would be a also a great start you don't have to show your face start by you know simple behind the scenes now i don't know about other business owners but for me it seems very overwhelming to figure out which social media platform i mean you've got facebook snapchat tiktok instagram probably 50 others that I don't even know exist yet. YouTube. I mean, the list is just endless and every single one seems to have their own 
learning curve. And I know for me, it can just be overwhelming. So what's your advice on how to tackle that? How many platforms should people be on? You know, not to mention, of course, the podcasts like Spotify. How do you how do you decide which which social media to focus on and how many? I mean, should you stick with one, just a handful, maybe five? Do you need to be on all of them? You know, what's your advice there? I think if we go back, um, let's say two years ago, people wanted to know, business owners wanted to have more, you know, be on every single platform that is out there. And I truly believe if you try to be everywhere, you are actually nowhere because at the same time to manage, let's say five social media platforms, it is a lot. And instead of putting all your focus, all your energy into one or two, you're focusing on five. You're not exactly growing because you're limiting yourself as well, the time you spent on each platform. And uh, what I've noticed the change in the, in the pattern and the behavior is that business owners are now picking one or two, most of the time one actually platform, and they focus all their efforts there. And I think it makes more sense. Uh, as I said, when you try to be everywhere, also not all content, the content is not suitable to simply copy paste on every single platform like twitter has very short captions you can't put static posts on tiktok on youtube so you have to make a lot of changes to the content to suit the audience and i think it's better to pick one or two platforms maximum to in my opinion to manage them at your full capacity and i think so the key uh, the another key point is to find where your ideal client, your target audience is spending most of their time. Uh, you know, if they are on LinkedIn and Facebook, there's no point for you to have Twitter, let's say. Or, you know, if your audience on Instagram, like pick the platforms that your audience uses the most and focus on them uh, instead. If you're finding it difficult to connect with people on LinkedIn, but you make conversations easy on Facebook, then Facebook is, is your platform, your audience is there. Mm. So what's your favorite social media platform? Instagram. So tell me what you love about Instagram. Uh, I think I kind of fell in love with it during COVID. Um, I decided I was stuck in Lithuania. Um, at the time I was working in UK and the COVID happened. I couldn't go back. And I love photography absolutely love photography and my camera was in UK. I was here for more than half a year and um, I got a lot of compliments in the past about my photography pictures and I thought why are not you know why not uploading my pictures on Instagram you know to see how much feedback I get about my pictures the, the pictures that I take comments just simply to test it and oh God, how much support I got and how quickly my page started growing. And it made me curious. And I started learning more about the algorithm, the platform itself, going through the settings, going through the insights, changing the profile. And I think that was it. That was the moment when I fell in love of growing Instagram, trying different strategies and also seeing um, the way people engage back, the way people connect. And I think that was very beautiful. <laughs> now, is your Instagram uh, your business account or do you usually use it pretty much for personal 
interest? I actually have um, I actually have four accounts. <laughs> um, I have my personal photography page. I have then I decided to do my own um, to build my photography community. So I have a second page. I have my business page. And then I have my personal page where I'm sharing simply, you know, things with my with my friends. But so yeah, I have four. I'm managing four on my own Instagram pages, and I love every single one of them. And do you feel like the uh, having your business on the Instagram uh, greatly in improves your your business? Yeah, of course. Uh, I get to see what's. Uh, I also have a Facebook community, Facebook group, and also we discuss things there. We 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 discuss the content creation, you know, the tips for images and videos. And I think it's absolutely beautiful to see the same community members to take on that advice and see them improving on Instagram whenever I go. And there was this lady who went, uh, who was she was struggling to do stories, uh, highlights. Oh my God, I felt so proud when, you know, we talked about in the live videos about the stories. And then I I go on Instagram and I see her sharing more stories and enjoying doing this, these stories, creating highlights. And I think probably that's the most rewarding also thing to see what you teach. And then you can see, you know, your own eyes on Instagram. Yeah, that must be really fulfill fulfilling. So yeah, and then I'm there, you know, rooting for them, celebrating with them, like amazing <laughs> them. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so is that what your personal business is, is to teach people how to expand their knowledge and experience with Instagram and or other platforms? Yeah. Yeah. I use it for both. Uh, I use it for my, my business Instagram. It's to share tips, share knowledge, you know, how they can improve, how they can grow. Uh, their Instagram and also I'd like to connect with them on a personal level so now in stories you will see me me and my cat <laughs> I have a cat so quite often she decides to join me remind me about the breaks that I need to take a break or, or just simply she is she's there so you will see some also details from from my life there as well yeah so true so do you primarily work with people who are business owners or do you work with people who just like Instagram and, and want to make cool Instagram accounts? Uh, mostly I work with uh, business owners and uh, I used to do more of templates creation content, but now it's slightly shifting. So now I am teaching how to um, do it themselves. Uh, I also did some chat challenges in the past which were great and uh yeah so my 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 audience is other business owners especially business owners who are starting and need guidance on on instagram hmm. and what does it look like to work with you say someone is just starting their new business or they've had a business for a while but it never really took off and they're considering possibly working on instagram and they have no idea what to do what does it look like to work with you uh i think the first step is to identify what they are after so as i said a social media business um i help with different needs so some business owners they come to me and say i have no problem with creating content but i'm really lacking design and aesthetic in my layout so this is where i step in i ask for examples what attracts your eye uh, i think 
examples are extremely important because it helps me to identify the shape, the layout, uh, the fonts as well, the different combinations, what they like, because it's all about how they want to be seen. Again, as I said, on social media, if some people come to me and they are, uh, some of them already have their templates that they love, but they need help with content. So then we work together and we identify what they want to promote, what they want to focus on, what is their business goal, what is their social media goal. So we analyze their needs, what they want and what they expect in terms of content and uh, about the teaching again it's also something very personalized so we always start with profile optimization so i think it's the uh, very important first step to take to optimize the profile make sure they have the keywords make sure make sure they have the title it's something very important but many people miss it out to have the, the right title there and then we work based on the needs that they that they have at the time And how long do people usually work with you? Do you have, you know, if someone wanted to hire you, what does that look like? Is there a time block? Is there uh, a package? What does that look like? I have packages for a minimum of three months, and then we extend them for a year, for, for, for a year and a half. Uh, so I think what makes the Avi Marketing unique is that it's very much about, about the customer and their needs. So I always recommend to start because if you want to get results, you have to give it some time. So that's why I have packages for starting with three months and then we grow from that with different strategies, with different ideas. Um, we discuss of the things that we can improve, we can change, we can add. Um, when I get ideas, I can simply send a WhatsApp message. So. And how much about <laughs> How much value would you say having this Instagram ads? Because I know a lot of people are going to think, you know, I'm just starting up. I'm watching my budget. Um, I don't really want to spend a lot of money. What's the return on investment? You know, what can people expect? How can they expect to expand their business with Instagram versus without it? Yeah, so great question. And I also picked up that you mentioned ads. And I think there is a big myth or misbelief that uh, many business owners, the moment they hear ads, they think, oh no, not for me, I'm not investing nearly like it's a scam. To have big budgets when it comes to ads, you can start with little budgets to test out, to see what works. It can be even, let's say $5 a day, $10 a day for three days. So you spend like 30 pounds and then you see how it performs. Then you can change the ad if it performs well, you can continue doing it. Maybe you can increase it a bit, but it's, I think you truly don't need to invest thousands of ads for the first time. And uh, also to mention the organic engagement, I think it's also absolutely amazing, but the only thing you need to do is to show up daily and engage with people. Leave comments, like pictures, because it also favors the algorithm and also it helps you to grow because then people come back to your page to see who has left this comment, who has clicked the like to their picture, to the family picture, let's say. And uh, this is how it works, how the conversation, and um, this is how you build a community on Instagram. <clears throat> that sounds pretty amazing. I think one of the things I was asking was, 
how much does how much value does Instagram add to your business? In other words, if you didn't put your business on Instagram versus if you did, what would what would the business growth look like? Uh, I think it also depends, uh, as I said earlier, where your clients are. So if your clients are on LinkedIn, let's say, and you connect on LinkedIn, this helps you to develop your business. It's all about the audience. If the audience is not there, you might actually struggle to have um, Instagram there. I have seen many uh, brands whilst I was working in it at an agency, uh, medical companies, lawyers struggling to be on Instagram simply because their audience is not exact. Those particular companies was not there and uh, it was very difficult for them to grow and get engagement. So I think it's very important to identify where your people are and then to show up there. And um, I don't think there is right or wrong answer. Mindfulness, I think it also works very well for, for, for fashion brands because it's again, all about visuals. And uh, I have seen some successful even e-commerce businesses, again, product-based businesses. So the more beautiful visuals you have to share, the better. So this can be your, your the best platform to use, especially fitness as well, nutrition. So you, you put in the video, the ingredients uh, with fitness, workouts, the selection is quite broad. What is your biggest pro tip for Instagram users? Uh, I think... Uh, Something that hasn't been perhaps said enough in the online space is the importance to show up daily. This is what the algorithm favors. So the more you give, the more you get back. I can't stress this enough how important it is to spend some time daily. You can even put the timer on and go there on Instagram and engage. Leave comments, genuine comments, not just like nice or good or something. Uh, Try to leave genuine comments. I like, for example, if you're commenting a person's picture, you can say, oh, I like this place that you are that you are at. It's on my bucket list as well to visit. So make a proper comment that can actually continue the conversation instead of good or nice or something like that. And uh, also leave likes because this is something that people appreciate when, when you go to their profile and engage with their content. So engagement is... So true. And when you say show up daily, I know a lot of people like to kind of pre-prepare their content and schedule it to go out. So maybe schedule it to go out daily. So in your opinion, is that the same thing as showing up daily as long as you have something going up on Instagram? Or are you saying you should show uh, up and engage daily? You, sh you need to show up and engage in daily. Unfortunately, just posting content is, is not enough. Uh, it will just keep the page active in terms of the feed, in terms of your profile, but it will not you know, make conversations, bring people in. Yes, hashtags are extremely useful to get to, to reach wider audience, but engagement is key, truly key to help you grow. Otherwise, if you just post content, the growth will be very, very slow. Mm. And you mentioned hashtags. 
Um, I think a lot yeah. of people, especially the older generations, we have no idea what a hashtag is, means. I mean, I know some people put the the hashtag whatever, but then they don't have any idea what, what's happening with that hashtag. Can you explain for a second what a hashtag is and what its purpose is and how to use it? So a hashtag is words or a set of words that describes what you have written in the comments. So you need to have that hashtag symbol in front and then you need to have either a word or two about that particular topic. So in our case, we would use hashtag podcast or hashtag social media podcast or talk. And uh, this is something that helps you to with that hashtag, well, people can search for things with hashtags. So when they put this in search, they will see content that has that particular keyword hashtag, in other words. And uh, as I said, it helps to reach more people. But the trick is uh, some hashtags are so popular that they have masses of results, like over a million, 6 million, 800K, 600K. And I think the key here is to kind of narrow it down. So let's say if you put um, a hashtag in your post, let's say hashtag love, if you're talking about relationships and love, that particular hashtag has over 6 million results. And that's a lot. So imagine your post is being, is, is lost somewhere in the masses of 600, 6 million of other posts and how little chance you have of reaching the audience. So it's always best to go for smaller hashtags. And you can find those smaller hashtags by putting in the research, in the search bar on Instagram, um, put in the hashtag and then type in the word. And when it gives you the list of other hashtags with that word, you can see the number there, how many um, results each hashtag has. So I would recommend to going for 100k results or even less than that so it's like an indexing if you put the hat yeah. when you put the hashtag it just it just puts it into a file with the other hashtags so that people can look it up more easily yes nice i guess one of the other things i wanted to ask you is the spammers the bots the crazy people because I know when I started, when I tried to start an Instagram before, I was getting all kind. you know, the only people that wanted to friend me are the people that I knew or people that were kind of weird. Weird meaning, <laughs> you know, the guys putting a picture on there and have nothing on their account. And it just became overwhelming trying to, to clean out all of the illegitimate requests, bots, things like that. So do you have any advice on how to grow your Instagram following without attracting people, nefarious people or bots? Uh, I think, unfortunately, we will not be able to avoid bots. They will appear from time to time. And uh, the only thing I would mention is to don't opt in for the option to actually buy followers or the bot accounts Whatever the company, you know, promises you and advertises, oh, we will give you followers, real people, they're not the real people. <laughs> uh, they just make them look real. So it's very easy to spot those, those, those accounts. So you can go to their profile and they see, let's say they have 30 other posts, but when you click them, they have one like, let's say, and all of the posts are uploaded at the same day. So that's 
the biggest hint also that now they are kind of improving the bot uh, followers. Usually they have still huge following, less followers, but as I said, most of the posts uploaded at the same day. And uh, I, as I said, I wouldn't go for buying followers because Instagram is very against it. And uh, Instagram is looking kind of, not exactly looking, but it's on alert when someone buys followers and it's within their guidelines, within their rules that they can actually remove you from Instagram uh, permanently. So there is a huge, huge risk. And I think if you want to also avoid having those bot followers within your follower list, uh, from time to time, you can simply, you know, have a look or when you see someone follows you, you know, see who, how their profile looks like because you want genuine people, people who are interested in you and your services. And if someone, let's say a bot account follows you, you can, you always have the option to simply remove them from your list. So you don't have them there. Yeah, true. I like to have a call to action at the end of each of my episodes. Do you have a call to action for people? Uh, I think uh, an easy one and a great one is when you create a post and when you share something, let's say a tip or or your opinion, you can put, leave a hat in the comments. If you feel the same way, if you agree, or if you resonate with this post, because uh, the reason behind this it's very easy to leave that little thing in the in the comments instead of what are your thoughts on, you know, you, you leave a question. In this case, people need to think, write, so it takes time. And when you put a, an emoji in the bracket, so it's very easy for people to simply click comment, click the emoji and post it. So that's my call to action tip. <laughs> Encourage so, them to share an emoji. <laughs> I love it. Share an emoji. Yeah. So maybe go to someone's Instagram page today that you like and just give them a love emoji. No, I meant this for your um, for your own content. Let's say when you share posts, when you talk about something, and that's one example of call to action to encourage them to engage in the comments with an emoji. But when you want to go on other people's accounts, you need to write words. And I think also genuine comments and compliments still are the best. I love it. So if people are ready to start their Instagram account uh, and get it up to speed and they've decided they want to work with you, what's the best way to find you? You can find me on Instagram, of course. I am there. I am also on Facebook. As I mentioned, I have my Facebook group where I'm sharing daily tips. I'm going live there every day. And uh, that's also another great place to find me which is instagram group growth tips for entrepreneurs facebook group and on instagram you can find me by my name erica Plepita. all right and i'll have all that down in the show notes it was really great having you on the show hopefully people loved it and will trust social media a little bit more um, and see it for all the good that it can bring thank you so much for having me carla it was lovely to talk to you you too take care Thank you.